0: It's very rarely about who's leaving. It's almost always about who's replacing. And I believe that the Terrell Edmonds situation isn't going to be any different. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into baseball and or hockey. I also offer Daily Shots of Pirates and Penguins where you found this. Edmonds' time In Pittsburgh is apparently no more, although I did get additional information last night that it's just no more, period. He's going to be signing with another team. He knows that, and he bid farewell in an Instagram post that was every bit as classy as one has come to expect from this young man, one of my favorite people. In the fold, as longtime listeners can attest, I didn't start saying that about him today, to say the least. I've also felt for a long time that T.E. was the most underappreciated member of the Steelers on either side of the ball. I will stand by that even after a 2022 season that probably bought him more converts, if you will, or more goodwill than he'd ever had at any point in his Pittsburgh career. And he will be missed. He's going to be missed by a lot of people on South Water Street. I believe he's going to be missed by the coaches. His toughness, his durability, his willingness to accept any assignment, any role on the defense, including, you'll recall, in 2021, when both he and Minka Fitzpatrick were put right up at the line of scrimmage because the Steelers couldn't stop anybody on the run, and those two would end up making all of the tackles? Don't forget that. Meaning for either guy, because it showed me a lot about Minka, too, considering there was word out of Miami at the time that he was acquired that you know he's, he's reluctant to play physically or whatever, which is obviously just a steaming pile of nonsense. Edmonds was never going to give you the splash that you'd want out of a first-round safety, plain and simple. He wasn't going to be Troy. He wasn't going to be Ed Reed. He was just going to be the best version of himself. He absolutely was that. It was never his fault that he was taken in the first round. He gave you everything he had. Going to say it one more time. He will be missed on and off the field. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect Rigor. Relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. Having said that, yeah, it's about the replacement. Or it's about whether there will be a replacement. Let's remember that when we're talking about who the Steelers might bring in for Edmunds, whether that's a draft pick, whether that's someone who's left in free agency. What we're really saying is that we expect them to try to exploit this three safety system that had been mostly discussed and practiced in Latrobe, but it never really had a chance to get off the ground in games because DeMonte Casey was out for such a long period of time. By the time Casey came back, You know, there were too many other pieces in place. They did it occasionally, but not a whole heck of a lot. And if all you need is a number three safety in a two safety system, then you're probably just okay with Trey Norwood. Am I wrong here? What's wrong with Trey Norwood? So don't presume that there's going to be some kind of rush on this position. It might just be the case. Tomlin and or Omar Khan communicated with Edmonds and said, hey, listen, we kept Casey. We already signed him. We're going to just go with the two safety thing. We appreciate everything you've done, da 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 whatever else. And Edmonds goes and moves on. None of us is in a great position to judge how the Steelers would have looked in that three safety set because we, again, didn't see very much of it. My own feeling at the time was that the three safety set was put into place to compensate for the lack of a dynamic inside linebacker, because Devin Bush wasn't going to be that because he hasn't been that since college, his rookie year. Miles Jack was never really that player. Jack is way more of a traditional Inside linebacker who was going to be able to make the plays that you needed to make, the plays that were kind of funneled to him, but he wasn't going to be that coverage guy. Whereas, if you're going with three safeties, not only can you do a whole lot of gimmickry, but you also can just have someone operating closer to that line of scrimmage as a de facto linebacker. I had been very much in favor of seeing TE in that role. I have felt forever that this is a linebacker in safety's clothes. Okay, he's a wiry dude. Trust me, you see T.E. without a shirt on, and you can't believe that he's an NFL defender at any position. But he showed the toughness, the resilience, and at times the force that he was able to deliver despite that frame because of his eagerness, his passion for tackling. And by the way, just to repeat this point, Minka does that all the time, too. So if I'm reading my own tea leaves here, it's probably going to look a little different than what a lot of other people, uh, from what I was able to see, hear, or read, were supposing for themselves yesterday, and that was that, well, they let T.E. go, so now they're going to draft a safety. I don't see it that way. I really don't. I think what this does is places even more pressure on the Steelers to address the defensive front if you wanna call it that in combination with the inside linebackers, or to just go for some kind of home run at inside linebacker. If we're being honest with ourselves, they have not fully addressed that yet. In my view, they've replaced Jack and they've replaced Robert Spillane. They have not replaced, well, Ryan Shazier, if you wanna get technical about it. They just haven't all these years later. That's the player that's still needed. And if it's in a more conventional defense that's not a three-safety set, which it now appears that it won't be, hey, go for it. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett Kelly, and George. LGKG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need help with workers' comp, who filed for medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been keeping promises in our region for over 80 years. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. Today's J1Q comes from Greg and it's one of many, many, many submissions that came regarding Deontay Johnson, who's quite the hot button topic. With this team, I don't need to tell anybody who listens to this show. Greg says, no, I do not think that Deontay Johnson will get a third contract. He has too many key moment gaffes for me. He has drops, fumbles, running away from positive yards. DK, the question that I have for you is, does the Steelers coaching staff push him to get positive yards? Apparently not, because he keeps on doing it. The question, Greg, has been posed both to the athlete and to the head coach, and the answer that comes back is that there's just a certain natural way that he does things because of his ability to gain separation. The separation that's referenced, of course, is separation with route running. There's almost nobody that would dispute that Deontay is one of the top five, at the very worst, one of the top ten route runners in the National Football League. He does get open. Ben Roethlisberger has said on many occasions, there's never a play on which he's not open. However, one of the things about the Deontay curl back, and that's what you're asking about specifically, I can explain it to people who don't know what you're referencing. When he catches the ball, He's facing the quarterback, and he will run backward looking for additional daylight because he has always been, and this goes back to his Toledo days, extraordinarily confident in his ability to separate himself from anyone in any situation. So he'll make that turn, and that's now a known thing in the NFL. If you're in the AFC North, no, heck, if you're any team that's facing the Steelers, it's one of the main things you're going to focus on in your preparation. Why? A, Deontay gets targeted the most. B, Deontay does that all the time. So what's known is that when he catches the ball, it's not just up to the individual covering him, presuming it's only one person, but it's up to everyone on the field to swarm to him in that setting and bring him down. If you think about it, When you see Deontay get brought down in those situations, it's not by one player, is it? Uh Uh-uh. You can't even picture one in your head, one occasion in which he was brought down by the guy who was covering him. It's always a bunch of them, and that's because they know to not quit on the play. Because he actually might beat that first guy. But he doesn't turn these into positive plays, and you are absolutely right that the proof as to whether or not the coaches are telling him anything about it is right there in front of your eyes. That's not some secret because he keeps doing it. I have a feeling that when it comes to Tomlin, he saw a lot of things in Deontay when he first got to Latrobe that reminded him of you-know-who. Well, you-know-who used to pull off that play effortlessly. A.B. would spin back once, and then he would just find himself this whole new terrain of grass. It wasn't just about beating the man in front of him. He would just go to his left or go to his right, and what do you know? It was just a big playground for him. Who knows how? Who knows where that instinct came from? But he had it. Deontay, he does have a lot of these skills, but he is not A.B., And he doesn't have that little extra step or that little extra sense that you need to pull that off in the NFL. I'm not telling anybody anything here that they wouldn't agree with automatically. I understand that. And I'm also not really answering your question because they haven't stopped him from doing it. And it's hurting both him and them. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one of these on Monday.